The Side Piece A novel by J.M. Vela Narrated by Dr. Joe Vio Chapter 4 Shonda sat up quickly when she heard the insistent knocking on the door. Just a sec. I'll be right there, she yelled. She grabbed one of the white terry guest robes from the closet and wrapped it around her naked body. Just leave the tray. She flipped the metal security lock and turned the deadbolt, expecting the room service delivery of her usual morning coffee and steel-cut oatmeal. Aren't you a sight to behold first thing in the morning? Chase smiled at the surprised expression on her face. I thought you were room service, she said, standing aside to let him in. You left your cell phone here. I guess that's why you're here so early, she teased. I know you can't stand being without that cell phone. He pulled the loose knot that held her bathrobe together. I missed my phone. I really really missed my phone. She giggled nervously as he eased the robe to the floor and kissed her shoulders, working his way down her torso. I really, really missed my phone. Marianne managed to get herself showered and dressed before the twins woke up. Chase was right, of course. J.C. and Jack could never see her in the state she was in the night before. Despite the pounding headache that refused to back off and a requisite greasy breakfast of grilled cheese and egg sandwiches, Marianne got the kids to tennis in plenty of time. She stretched out on a lounge chair between the tennis courts and the lap pool, placed her cat-eye Valentino glasses over her eyes, and sank into the oblivion of the morning after buzz. May I get you something from the cantina, ma'am? asked the teenage server. I'll have a cup of black coffee and a Bloody Mary, please. The coffee was just for show. I can bring you the coffee right away, ma'am, but I'm not allowed to serve alcohol. You'll have to order it directly from the bar. Yeah, okay. Forget about the coffee. Marianne looked around, satisfied that no one of significance had witnessed this exchange, and slowly meandered to the poolside bar, doing her best to feign nonchalance. The bartender smiled rakishly at Marianne, managing the flatter and annoy her at the same time. What do you have, Mrs. Howard? He wore the gaudy yellow Hawaiian shirt that was the official poolside server uniform for Greenhaven Lake Club. A serpent tattoo wound around his right bicep. The usual? He asked with ironic innocence. I've got a nice, oaky, chardon kettle one, Bloody Mary, she interrupted. Not in the mood for small talk. Not too spicy, okay? He grinned. Sure thing, Miss Howard. One breakfast of champions coming right up. She leaned against the bar, noting the time on her Apple watch. Ten o'clock. The twins' lesson wouldn't end for at least thirty minutes. Hey, don't be stingy with the vodka. 
he made a show of letting the shot of vodka overflow slightly before pouring it into the shaker with a Bloody Mary mix and a fistful of ice, winking at Marianne as he shook it over his head, flexing those impressive biceps. He jammed a stalk of celery and skewer of alternating green olives and cocktail onions into the salted tumbler and passed it to her across the bar. Hear the dog, eh, Miss Howard? This should bring you around. She ignored his accurate insinuation and turned around, walking slowly back to her lounge chair, while carefully sipping the Bloody Mary that was precariously filled to the top of the icy tumbler. Chase pulled out Shonda's chair and waited for her to sit before gently pushing her into the table. Comfy? Yes, thanks. Shonda reached for the white carafe of coffee already on the table and poured each of them a cup. So... How are Marianne and the twins? Chase held his cup to his mouth and took a slow sip of the lukewarm beverage before answering. Same as always. He put the shallow cup back in the saucer. Actually, I'm a little concerned about Marianne. I'm pretty sure she's got a drinking problem. She downed an entire bottle of wine last night before I got home. I could barely get her upstairs. Really? she frowned. I don't understand why you continue to put up with her. You know why. Shonda expelled an exasperated sigh. I love kids, Chase. I could be a great stepmother to J.C. and Jack. You know that. Larry couldn't have kids, but I've always wanted to be a mom. I'd love them like they were my own. A middle-aged waitress interrupted this exchange with the bored indifference of a server who was used to clandestine conversations. You do want to hear about today's specials? Chase opened his menu, though he had been there often enough to have the whole thing committed to memory. How's the Benedict today? Delicious as usual, the waitress replied without enthusiasm. We also have a Florentine Benedict special today if you're up for a change. I think I'll have that, said Shonda, glaring at Chase. I'm definitely ready for a change. I'll have the regular Benedict, answered Chase, folding the menu and handing it back to the waitress. I'm a creature of habit. You've got it, the waitress muttered as she took his menu rolling her eyes sympathetically at Shonda, as if to say, Why are you still with this dickhead? Shonda nodded and shrugged, while Chase sat there oblivious of the women's silent conversation. 